Hello, hello, my people. Welcome back to Every Time I Choose, where I invite you to connect with your voice as you witness me connecting with mine. I am your host, Ellie Nelson, and today we have another community episode. So today I'm here with Vlad G, the one and only. Hey, what's up? <laughs> um, so Vlad and I have known each other, well, technically in person, only for like a couple months. But I've, like, been hearing about him for, through, like, a mutual friend for, like, a year. So I feel like I've, I know him <laughs> more than I, I uh, like, have actually physically interacted with him. But he is a creative. He does music, poetry, hosts events. I think working on a, a short film, maybe? He can tell you. He can tell you more about that. Um... Yeah, but I'm super excited to have him here today. He's kind of um, a staple in the Minneapolis creative community from what I've gathered. So strong word. <laughs> <laughs> at least at least the the parts that I've I've interacted with. Oh, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um he he actually had a like an RSVP link for his birthday party. So if that tells you anything about who this guy is, that's <laughs> I'm just gonna put that there. <laughs> Anyways, welcome Vlad. Thank you for coming. Um, do you want to introduce yourself a little? Yeah. Say um, something? man, yeah, I'm uh, I'm Vlad G. If you're cool with me, then you can just call me Vlad. But um, yeah, I'm a multifaceted artist. I do kind of anything that's aligned with truth. So. You know, that's poetry-based, so I write a lot of poetry. Um, sometimes I express myself through music. Um, I've written scripts for a short film, but short films is a lot process, a long process. So, okay. you know, there's going to be a project come out, but, you know, who knows when that'll be. But, um, but yeah, I'm just all about just, you know, helping people just kind of find their truth, um, express themselves, find community, and then and I really enjoy, uh, you know, uh, I have a passion of connecting other people other than I feel like it makes the uh, human experience better so that's uh, what I'm about that is is very true okay um this is uh the first question I asked is just like kind of fun that I asked uh, Madison when she came on so it might be a little bit different for you we have a very different relationship but it was still fun so I'm gonna ask anyways um what's your favorite memory of us together or, yeah. Wow. Um, you know, I you know, there's gonna be obviously the poetry karaoke event I hosted. I would say like, um, yeah, that's I want to say I think it was the first the first poetry okay, so. karaoke okay. event. I really enjoyed um, just the back and forth we kind of had while you're on stage, and I like in the crowd saying you don't have to explain it. <laughs> Telling people about how I said that it's yeah. kind of just like a fun, fun moment, but it wasn't like you know awkward or like yeah. and the people like the inside joke. And the, yeah, I like how that kind of came around. So I think that's I would say that's that's not my favorite interaction. Okay, that was that one. That one was fun. Yeah. That carried through through like four, <laughs> four oh, open mics yeah, like yeah. every time. <laughs> okay. Um, can you tell us just how you, like, got your start as a creative? Like, what did that look like? How old were you? 
Yo, that's sure. wow. That's like a very um, good question. It, it makes you like really think because it's like, damn, it is like makes you think like, damn, what does creative really mean, right? But mm-hmm. I, I would say like as far as like really being serious about an art, yeah. um, I would say my first time was probably in the fifth grade when I like learned how to play, um, you know, the drums. I was in, mm-hmm. I was in band, so okay. I was part of the percussion. Yep. So snare drum was like. My first passion so like um i was percussionist from like fifth grade to like sophomore year in high school um okay and uh i would say you know my passion of that was like a passion for music so like i would say i became mm-hmm. more of a hip-hop head through uh uh you know just like in middle school but then like aside from that i would say as far as other creative uh, works i really realize I'm a great, um, I'm good with words and I can write poetry and like, mm-hmm. so I think like, like my freshman year, sophomore year of high school is when I realized I was like good at writing poems and poetry mm-hmm. and I kind of started doing it because it was like a girl I was kind of talking to and I was just like. <laughs> Did you write or love poems? Um, kind of, yeah. <laughs> so like, cute. I kind of was like, you know, trying to impress her with my words. Yeah. Um, but then. Do you I remember mean, how you got the idea? Like, were you in a class and you had to write a poem or something? Um, or you're just like, this is what they do in the movies? Honestly, I think it was, like, Valentine's Day okay. or something. Or I can't remember exactly when it was, but I think it maybe have been around the time of Valentine's Day. And I was okay. like, oh, I wrote some stuff in the car. And <laughs> she was like, oh, this is really good. Yeah. But then, um, so that was my first, that's my first interaction with poetry and the spoken word, like, mm. Um, I've always been, like, someone who's been in tune with, like, their history and, like, learning black history at a young age. So, mm-hmm. uh, like, my senior year, I, uh, I did a spoken word called My People for, like, the, uh, you know, for the school. So, I went to South High. So, okay. um, yeah, so it was, like, about 2,000 kids. So, like, I had to wow. re- I had to do the spoken word three times in a row, like, in different 30-minute Yep. different other like auditorium you know uh appearances like through this one day but yeah um that was when i realized i was like a great poet because i had a lot of people giving me good like feedback reception and mm-hmm. like um and then you know um then you know you kind of finish school and then you go through life of college and stress and all that and then yeah. i think like 2017 was when i really you know started working back and understanding like what are my coping or my outlets mm-hmm. to really like help me like be in tune with myself as well as like um, express myself and so that's when I got back into poetry but also like felt the need to like kind of uh, use my poems and poetry to like uplift others mm-hmm. and um, that kind of turned into doing uh, turned into doing that through events mm-hmm. um, so you know um, I started doing open mics, um, showcases, and and then, you know, everything that I do, I try to make sure, like, I try to see what the, what the poem and poetry is. Yeah. The underlining poetry. The, yeah. like, the current? Yeah. The under? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I look at everything like it's an art piece. In there, so. Okay, so it's just, like, your whole, like, life perspective at this point. Kind yeah, of. yeah, no, for sure. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's how I like to look. It's, it just makes it more fun. Like, you might see something. Yeah. And you're like, damn, that was poetic. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, 
it could be like a, it could be like a, a, a fucking a rat steals some bread. Yeah. And then the cat fucking takes the rat, and then like <laughs> fucking bird out the air. Yeah. The bread's like, oh shit, that's my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else is going to be, like, sad for the rat or the cat. And Flash is like, that is art. No, you know. It is, though. It is. Yeah, we'll have to, like, write write that shit out. Yeah, I know. (laughs) You're you're no doubt about that. No, yeah. yeah, um, Okay. um, Do you remember, so when you performed for your school, like, what, what did it feel like to, like, be speaking in front of that many people? Yo, like, did I was, it, yeah. Oh, that's a good question. I was nervous as fuck. <laughs> yeah, naturally. Like, I was nervous as hell. You know, the first time I performed at a concert through, like, band, for one, uh-huh. like, I was in sixth grade, and I was playing the drum for this bass drum thing. I was nervous as shit for that. Yep. Um, And then when I had to do the spoken words, like, I had to do this three different times. Yeah, it was nerve-wracking, but it yeah. felt good to do, but okay, it's yeah. like, I was nervous as hell. Did you get, like, some sense of, like, this is what I want to, like, I want to keep doing this? Like, did it feel, like, good? Or were you, like, because you kind of, it's something that you've, like, kept in your life yeah. in different ways, like. Um, that's a great question, and I think. It, like, I, you're done, you finished, and then you're like, I'm never doing that again. But then ended up, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a great question, because, you know, like, I feel like spoken word and uh, poetry is like really a strong creative like area for me that yeah I don't necessarily showcase with um you know the the people in the public uh more yeah but um you know it's definitely something where it's like you know one thing I made sure to do is like make sure it's an art form for me first mm-hmm. so like even though I might not have shared poetry public I probably got like over like 50 different poems and yeah. I've like conceptually put like some poetry pieces and like projects you know like and um you know some people might not have seen it but like I like that I can go back and like learn something from these poems but also mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I, I really value my poetry a lot so I don't want to just put it out there nobody reads I want to like find a way to package it yeah. in a way where I present it to the world that they're connecting with me but also like they are finding their own message with, you know, mm-hmm. related to my poetry. And so as far as, like, doing that for, for forever, I feel like it's something I'm always going to do, but it's just, like, a part of me. I yeah. don't think about it in the sense, like, oh, how can I be a famous poet? Or yeah. how can I, like, oh, I need to go to this open mic to share poetry. Like, it's not really even like that. It's like, man, like, um, let, me, let me make sure that this is always intentional yeah and that i always have that feeling the right connect because it's coming from a heart place or a yeah. too, so. it's a more like personal thing for you yeah. like a like a personal like practice almost yeah okay. so you know and then yeah. also too i want to you know i just i just think there's a lot of incredible poets and um mm. you know poetry is still very uh important and relevant in our days world, I feel like yeah. even if you're on the ground, there might be some like quotes or mm-hmm. or whatever you see and it speaks to people and like, you know, poetry hits a different ear when you listen to it, yep. you know, in person and like, you know, it might not be as popular as music, but it's still a part of like, yeah. you know, music too. And so, 
Um, for me, I think that like, you know, the timing is gonna be right when it, when it needs to be when I like put it out. You mean put like poetry. make it public? Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, I have public poetry technically. Yeah. Like I have a, a project called. I have two different projects. I have one that's called Passion of Flame Inside of Me. It's like a very introspective like like project about me just dealing with like mental health and emotion and mm-hmm. love and like all these different things. And I got another one that's called um, um the, well, I can't remember. But I have another one where I, like I, no, actually I have another one that's called like for inspiring learners only is dedicated to this collective part of called Project Philo. Oh, cool. And it kind of just talks about the creative process and, like, you know, the feeling of it, but also, like, from the start of it to the finish. And, like, yeah. you know, so um, I try to write things that not only that I, I feel is real, but people can connect to, especially the creatives. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I'm thinking about, like, how has, like, your, it, it can be either, like, your interaction with poetry or just, like, your interaction with your, how, like, art, creativity yeah. in general, like, how that has um, strengthened or changed your relationship to your own voice and, like, how you use it in the world. Damn, that's a... Did that make sense? No, that makes sense. It's Sorry. a deep uh, question. It's very layered. Um, I would say for me, um, I would say, you know, the, the, the beauty of it is that, you know, whatever art that you're doing, hopefully aligns with you as a person, but, yeah. um, it, it kind of helps you get more in tune with yourself. Mm-hmm. So I would hope that, yeah. you know, if you're an artist who is a painter or you feel like you're a, or if you're a musician or you're a poet, if you're, if your art form you feel like connects you or like oh this is like me in like a different form yeah then it, you know you think about who you it makes you think about who you are mm-hmm. whenever you get into that art form it's different for some creators because they have an alter ego that they tap create into. from um, and you know which is fine too um, but I'll say for me yeah. like with my poetry and um, and just kind of even making music like what it was for me is that it makes me get back to my roots and think about who I am as a person and mm-hmm. like and it also makes me do a deep dive into like you know um, my experiences and what I learned from those experiences yeah. and there's growth in that but also like you know when you think about the um, you know what makes you you and those parts that you enjoy when mm-hmm. you can see that reflective of your art or the poem that you've done that doesn't leave you so wet. I would say it yeah. sharpened my voice and made me more comfortable with who I am. Okay, okay. So, yeah. Uh, how about you? Do you feel like, uh, I don't know, all the media that you do creatively, but do you feel like uh, your poetry is going to help you with your voice? Or? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, poetry is kind of what helped me, it's part of what helped me recognize that like I needed to like, tap into my own voice more Mm, like once I started writing I was like oh 
I actually, like, do have something, I do have things to say, and, like, things to write about, and uh, it was, like, in a class that I was, like, terrified to take. It was, like, because <laughs> we had to, like, perform yeah, in front yeah, of the classrooms, right. and, and, like, in a public event thing, right. too, but, um, yeah, for sure, that's, like, one thing that's helped me gain a lot of confidence in my own voice and my own like stories just like it basically grounding me in who I am as a person yeah yeah oh, that's yeah, real. That's... yeah that's real um yeah. I think like uh what was I just thinking about I think like one thing about poetry specifically when it comes to like art and my and my like you know finding my voice is like it made me realize I like I want to make sure that I I feel like it makes me want to explain myself thoroughly or like mm. make sure that I uh, present certain things yeah. um, intentionally in the sense of like if I'm mm. placing a, a word or a sentence or I'm saying these things maybe I'm wanting to have a visual I want you to have this visual like connection to what I'm saying or maybe I want you to understand yeah. this metaphor or like. Maybe I want you to try to connect to this experience because I want you to relate to it. I feel like um, poetry has helped me, like, be able to just try to explain things, like, Mm. intelligently, but in a way where, like, it's not always, like, super, like, formal, but you get me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You, like, have to learn how to create images for people if you're, like, sharing it. Yeah, in a way, you know, but also, you know, that people are, t- are are trying to picture what the image you were making, too. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I think, yeah, like... Yeah, that's true. You know, just, just be you, but also just try to, like... I don't know, try to get to the point, but, like, also, like, have people be able to have their own interpretation mm-hmm. of, like, what I'm saying, but, like... Yeah, connect it back to their own, yeah. like, life. Those are usually the best, the best pieces... When you can say something that's, like, so specific to you, that it, the, like, specifics of that connect to other people. Even if it's, like, a completely different environment. Sometimes the same, like, emotional undertones or, like, you know, whatever it is. Even the same, like, setting it will bring, can bring yeah. things up yeah. for people. Yeah, they, yeah. You know, like you were saying, it, it yeah. hit different. Like, you mm-hmm. know, when you were talking about art, like, art hit different. Like, if you're reading it. Poetry is different if you're reading it, if you're reading it with visuals, if you're hearing it with audio, or if you're hearing it with audio and there's music in the background. Yeah. Like, um, all of those things connect with people differently. Um, Actually, this this poem right here on the <laughs> on the wall in front of us is that's the first poem that I like really resonated with when I was in that class, and I didn't. I initially um, interacted with it as, like, a YouTube video. So it was, like, a video of her performance, this one. This is, like, a comic cover poem. That's different. Yeah, it's really cool. That's pretty cool. But, yeah, even if you, like, interact it as this poster, it's different than the video. Or I have her book, too, is my favorite poet. That's pretty pretty dope. Yeah. How, like, she made it so so interactive. Like, that's kind of, like... Yeah, it's amazing. What I want to do on that. I want to just be one poem and be able to have like different connections mm-hmm. to it, and mm-hmm. to kind of what you ended earlier with even that uh, 
the short film Courageous Ego. That's the title of it that I was working on with, yeah. with the homie her. Y'all heard. Yeah. Um, you the know, mutual friend. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to like something like that, and it's just about having everybody all in, you know, into yeah. the vision and seeing it through and not overthinking the process. And so, uh, you know, we had the person who was supposed to be shooting with, they just, you know, life kind of happened. They had different, mm-hmm. you know, endeavors they had to attend. And, you know, it happens, but like the concept's not going anywhere. Yeah. And if anything, it's going to take more time to, to really craft it. But the script was pretty much done and we knew how we are going to shoot it. But, just have to like <laughs> get it there. But yeah, yeah. So, but, um, that's kind of, you know, I was, I'm a, when the time's right, I'm a, you know, make that happen. But yeah. one thing I, I try to, like, not do is, like, be too, like, put too much pressure on myself mm-hmm. to create. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, poetry is, like, one thing I've been doing for years. When I finally started making music, like, 2020, 2021, like, okay. 2021, I put out my first project. Um, it's called Side. And it was dope to make it because I felt like I was, like, writing a project that, like, captured, like, me growing up in South Minneapolis mm-hmm. and the storytelling that went into that. Um, but, you know, I'm just big on concepts, period. So, mm-hmm. like, I think that for me, creatively, like, I enjoy, like, trying to execute a concept. And, you know, sometimes I'm not able to do that concept by myself. So that's when it you have to work with others. Yeah. So if it's like yep. working with a videographer to show shoot a short film for this vision or working with a producer engineer that worked with this con this vision for this concept on this project. I like to execute concepts. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing yeah. too about it with art too, with the art that you make, you're able to like basically archive that period in that time of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <you laughs> that's know, true. That's like a, I don't know what what time it was, but that I showed it. I shared a poem at the open mic like, from like three four years ago. Oh, okay. That was like, oh yeah. That was like a little that. yeah, like a little time capsule. Yeah, I remember. That one. And it like felt weird to like read it again because it was like in my old voice. Like, no, yeah. I've <laughs> changed so much. Uh, but it's fun. It's it's and great. I think it's great to do, but I'm big on archives. Yeah. Like, I think the reason I create honestly is like not only for myself but also to have something people can remember me mm-hmm. when I'm gone. To be honest, like yeah, you know, for my family, if I ever have kids or whatever, like I feel like it's good to like kind of leave uh, your blueprint of like who you are here yeah. where others can you know be able to uh, you know have a memory of you or or whatever. You yeah, know, keep that message that you were putting out yeah it kind of like i want to say live forever but it, it exists for the people who need it longer than you well yeah. it depends on people <laughs> 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 people like know it's there or not yeah. but yeah okay there was something i was i i thought of something from that where did it go <laughs> all right well i guess one of the questions i have for you like yeah. what do you want to what do, as a artist and creative, do you know like what mm. you want to create or what you mm. want to do? I know you just started this podcast, yeah. which is dope. But like, do you yeah. feel like you have a vision on what you want to do, or you're still like letting things flow to you? Yeah, I'm still definitely letting it just kind of like come. My thing is, I really like stories. Mm. Um, 
So I like like retelling and re getting to know my own stories. Mm, um, a lot. That's what most of my most of my poetry it has the basis of it is a story, at yeah, least. Like that's true. like I storytelling and poetry for me is kind of like the same thing. Yeah. Um, Similar with, like, the podcast in a way. It's a little bit different, but I think actually, like, half the episodes, more than half so far, have just been, like, oh, my God, I have this story. This one time that I learned something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool, though. Um, and so I think it's important for me to, whatever I'm doing, connect back to my own stories. Mm. It's just, like, grounding. Right, yeah. Um, and I also really enjoy getting to know, like, other people's. Just, like, mm. what they've been through. What does your world look like? So I don't know how that, like, artistically all will come together. Yeah. Um, but I, I I know that's kind of, like, the basis of, no, like, yeah, what was my It's still, pre- no, it's still pretty dope. And I think, like, you know, when we think about art and creativity, like, I feel like some people limit, you know, what that can be. Like, mm-hmm. I think, you know, you have inspired with pulling people's stories and trying yeah. to understand their voice and understanding how their art connects to their voice. You know, that's a... Yeah. It's a... a it takes work to do that, you know, mm-hmm. it takes work to do that, and even, you know, I have to have excellent communication, like, be able to, like, ask the right questions, and really yeah. connect with people, so, um, you know, best of luck, and you know me, I'm like, I'm all for that, too, mm-hmm. so, like, um, you know, I try to be a resource to creative and people I know wherever I can, even if yeah. it's not something I know, maybe I know somebody who, yeah. who can be that expert, so, yeah. Stories are important, you know, mm-hmm. historically, stories have always been a way to kind of keep traditions alive, people alive, family, yeah. and, like, traditions, recipes, like, yeah. it's never, <laughs> it's, it's never going to go away, so. Yeah, I would like to uh, write a book someday, yeah, probably, yeah. like, a memoir, like, just stories. That'd be dope. Book, podcast, poetry. You know, I'm going to make a book one day, like, it's not... If that's your intention, it can happen. You can yeah. make it happen, and like yeah. you know. But um, I feel like it has to. <laughs> nah, yeah. For me, like that's something that I've wanted to do since I was like little. Oh, it was, yeah. It's just one of those things that's just like always been in there, and like before I actually like knew that I liked writing, and because I didn't actually know that until like, a couple years ago. I thought I was oh. a bad writer. Like I thought yeah. I was actually not yeah, good yeah, at it. <laughs> Um, but I still had this, like, I'm going to write a book someday. Like, I don't know. You still you know? do that, too. I think, like, yeah. I mean, for me, I'm not the, I don't want to say, like, grammatically not, I'm not the best writer. No, but not technically, know, like, but I can write a story. You right, know? and I, I feel like the same way. So I'm glad you, you went through that roadblock and just started mm-hmm. writing because you enjoy it. Yep. It's important, but also... Um, Other people can fix the grammar, so edit it before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... like that doesn't have to be my strong suit to be a good writer. No, facts. There's plenty of editors out there getting paid just to edit stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. people who proof their copyright. Yeah, actually, Herb, he'd be a good editor. He knows grammar more than anybody else I know. Yeah, Herb is definitely someone who could edit, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a great resource. But, um, yeah. Yeah. But, no, but, yeah, definitely make that book happen. And, um, you know. Yeah. For sure. You know, just connect with your resources once you're ready, but um, I feel like even if it's a book that's tied into your, your podcast, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, 
Something. It's all connected. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have uh, another question. Since you, like, have created spaces for other artists to share quite often, you're an event host, you're an open mic host, you know. <laughs> How do you, like, think about creating a space for other people to, like, feel comfortable and actually, like, they can share and stuff like that? Because you're pretty good at it. <laughs> wow, that's a, I don't think I've ever been asked that before, like, actually. Um, hmm. um, that's, yeah, wow, that's a really great question. Um, you know, I think it, it all comes down to just, like, knowing, okay, what's the vibe that I want out of yeah. this? I think first I think about, okay, what's the energy people might pull from just being in this space? Yeah. Um, but then I also, if I'm the MC of it, thinking that, okay, me as a host, what are the things that I need to do to engage the people within, you know, what I'm doing hosting-wise? Um, yeah. And so... Um, what do you usually I, do? What is, what's I, your, what do you need to do? I think the, the I think you know the main thing is um, honestly I think the main thing is like making sure the space um, you know the that first introduction to the space when it starts hmm. that it starts off strong hmm. um, yeah. so that and I also like and myself and I feel like you know I try to make people feel like they're my friend when I'm on the stage hmm. or that they can talk to me and um, so I try to make sure that. I'm very inviting with my tone yeah. and how I am on the stage in the space. And, um, and you know, I go, you know, so like people come in, I'll go around checking in, seeing how they're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, if it's the music, making sure the music is, is fitting the vibe of the space. Um, you know, giving introductions if it's artists coming up and, mm -hmm. um, or, you know, if it's a party, just like making sure there's different things for people to have interactions. I just try to think of like, okay, People are coming into this space. What are ways that they're able to like connect, and what are the things that might stop them from connecting? And yeah. um, also, just understanding what grabs people's attention. So, mm -hmm. um, so you know, I think about everything from the moment people walk in through the door to when they're in there. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's. That's okay. It's kind of com it's complicated, <laughs> but like I just yeah. try to make I just really try to make sure that my welcoming positive energy like kind of like try to make it contagious so that it like spreads like yeah. every, everybody feels like they're inside of it. Right. Yeah. I try to make sure it spread, and so when I have a chance, try to connect and talk to the people that are there. And, yeah. And uh, you know, try to lighten up the crowd if I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like. It's actually like in your own creative thing. Like you can't you can't like capture it and show it to somebody. But like there's so much creative creativity that goes into it before you even like right. are there. I appreciate you cool. recognizing okay. that. Like I don't think people realize like the events and everything that I do, like it's it's really there's really a it's a craft. Like yeah. it's not easy to do. And you have to have a lot of you have to have a lot of courage to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like I'm sure when you're first starting out, I mean you yeah. yeah, you're you're like the person like with the reins. Yeah, you know, it's 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 um it takes a lot of energy out of you. 
So you have to really be, I feel like you have to really be a people's person Mm -hmm. um, to do that. And also, you know, it teaches you a lot about just, like, putting things together, moving on the fly, knowing how to, like, coordinate when things don't don't fall into place, Mm -hmm. being, you know, comfortable with disappointment, things not happening your way. So, like, there's just a lot of, you know, you know, I get humbled damn near every event. (laughs) Because like there's something that doesn't go my way, and I'm like, okay, well, every okay. single time, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, I think there's there's the there's always that wow, this turned out better than I expected. Yeah. There's always like, damn, I wish done this, this was. And could have But you know, I don't dwell on it. I'm like, okay, the people had a great experience, and it yeah. just kind of makes me take whatever I need to do to improve my. Life. And there's so many moving pieces, you can't control everything. Yeah. It's not like a poem where you have full control over it. Right. It's just. Um, I also I also just try to like think about okay what would be fun what would I like mm-hmm. in the space why can't this event I put myself in people's shoes like, yeah if I'm coming to a poetry and karaoke event what would I want to do I want to host that's fun and welcoming I want to see people read their poems fun mm-hmm. like oh. if it's a showcase making sure that like the start time I'm saying is gonna start starting there's music when I come in like. You know, there's a cool way the stage is set up. Yeah. I just think about, like, you know, um, other events that I've had great dope experiences. Yeah. Cool. How about you? How do you feel about events or events specifically in Minneapolis or just, like, hmm. what's your favorite type of event? Do you like going to music showcases, art galleries? <laughs> like? um, my favorite are event- events are the ones that you have hosted. <laughs> I've, the poetry and karaoke events have been the favorite one, my favorite ones. Oh, wow. But, like, I also really like performing, and those are the only ones I've ever performed at. Oh, so, sure. I can, so yeah. like, there's that. But in general, I, like, really like going to events. Mm. I'm, like, the person in, in like, the friend groups that, like, sends all of the invites and all the flyers and like oh, I love that. this is okay i saw this on instagram and it's happening in two weeks i like are you gonna go otherwise i'm gonna go myself because oh, yeah, i want to go yeah, you know like that. yeah. that's that's totally perfect like how do you yeah, find yeah. out about all these things no, that's, i just pay attention no that's real i'm you know i'm I it's that. funny i'm this I'm that, I'm that guy in my friend group <laughs> okay that like, makes sense yo this is dope or this concert's coming up or like, yeah yo you want to come here you want to see this movie like yeah i'm definitely that guy and I think like it's 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 important you say that because like I think it was like 2018 where mm-hmm. I was like yo like I'm gonna start going to spaces I don't know if I would say 2018 it was 2017 because like I took the mm-hmm. the initiative to like really dive into my interests and connect with people yeah. who had those similar interests regardless if they were in my core friend group like yeah. for hip hop I'm a huge Lupe Fiasco fan. There's a lot of people who don't know Lupe Fiasco or don't really care about him as an artist, but like I found like an online group hmm. um, who were talking about his project, and we made our own subgroup on like Instagram, and like the, one of the cool. dudes I've connected with through there, like he has a project Philo brand, hmm. and like he's one of my closest homies, okay, okay. and we connected just off of a, a shared passion of ours, yeah. and then you know. 2018, where I, where I wanted to say, like, was my first time going to an event by myself. Like, I went to, uh, um, I went to a Lupe Fiasco show. Okay. I go back to Lupe Fiasco. I'm a huge stand, but, um, I went to his show, you know, like, just by myself, and, like, it was dope. That was, like, a little festival thing. Yeah. And, like, I connected with some people, and, you know, like, yeah. 
Because I'm like, I'm pretty like, you know, people might think like I'm extroverted and all this shit because I host events and Cause you can I can do, do the, all you these can do things. The but like, you know, like, it going, like, even me talking about going back to like being a drummer and everything, like, I grew up introverted and like, mm-hmm. I was, I'm still introverted in, in some aspects for sure. Like, yeah. But, um, you know, I think that that intuition is why I'm like so good at like certain spaces and making mm-hmm. welcoming. Cause like, I think about like what would that shy person who's not necessarily that social, how can they be comfortable? Yeah. Like where it is, those things they enjoy. And I've been in those spaces, so. Uh-huh. Um, Wait, <laughs> what are? Can I ask what your what your big three are big three in astrology? I only know I'm a Leo. <laughs> okay, so I, I feel like you have <laughs> to have some like water in there somewhere. I, might, I don't know. It's it sounds like I mean. Who knows? You know, I've like, had girls ask me, what time were you born? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you gotta find that I was, out. I was born in New Jersey, so, like, I, I gotta, so. I don't have my birth certificate, so I gotta go back over there to get it or have them mail it to me, so. There's gotta be something in there. That sounds like, <laughs> <laughs> there's some people that can just, like, feel spaces. And yeah. if that has anything to do with astrology, I don't know, whatever. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. How do you feel about, like, zodiac signs and like <laughs> yeah like what do you i mean everybody has their own like connections to it but yeah. like how do you feel about it? do you feel like mm-hmm. it makes it more fun getting to know a person or do you feel like you know you needed to help guide like your uh decision making your intuition yeah. on certain things like how do you use it i like i mean i don't know like a ton a ton about it but I think it's just kind of, like, fun. You know, like, it's fun to talk to people about it and just, it's a good way, I think, to, like, learn about other people because I, I like to ask, like, okay, what's your, what's your, what's your sign? And then, like, what do you feel like resonates with you about that? Uh, that's like, real. Yeah, that's a good question. do you resonate with the stereotypes, you know, <laughs> or not? Because, like, it's, it's not that, like, black and white, no, right, you know? No, yeah, yeah, that's a fun way to and it's, it's fun for me, I feel like, to get to know myself, too, because I like to follow, you know, the Instagram pages and everything. And there's, like, a little meme, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Or, like, no, that doesn't. You know, it's just, like, a fun way to, like, check back in right. with yourself or with other people. Oh, yeah. I generally don't make, like, big life decisions based off of it. <laughs> but maybe one day, I don't know. Some people, I think, uh, <laughs> if you're going to do that, you need to, like, actually know how to interpret it right, maybe right, you know like if you only know what your yeah. your sun sign or something probably not enough <laughs> to be <laughs> guiding your life but i do think it's really fun i agree with you just off the fact that like um you know just like the whole wheel gala thing I just yeah yeah like you know i'm not the biggest astrology guy um it was just like yo that's fun like yeah you do, like you play into the stereotypes of like Leos and also just like <laughs> just have fun with have it. Have this headassery event, but also like make it fun. Yeah, you know, like it was fun. Yeah, so um, you I, know, I think it, I think you know when you look at it like from an aspect of being fun, I think it's dope. But I think yeah. when some people try to use it to like read others or say that's why this is happening and or like really um, make it Bible. That's I'm not going to be friends with you because you're uh, sad or something. Yeah, I just feel yeah. like the prejudgment, yeah. you know, defeats the the real intention and purpose of the. Yeah, of it, it's actually just like not helpful. 
to like be judging people that fast based on anything. No, like yeah, what? Absolutely. What is that helping? Right. There's a, we judge each other about too many other things. <laughs> you don't need that one too. I I do want to say I feel like there is some truth mm. in the time, more so the seasons you were born mm-hmm. than the actual months, but it could be like you know all well, connected in a way. But like because. If you're born in the summer, it's gonna you're probably your body and who you are and as a person. It's different. different. You know, people are gonna have traits that cross over no matter what time they're born. But like in like even the summer, I'm wondering if so many ambitious people were born in the summer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, like they just have like a different energy to them. Yeah, like and it's like very I've been learning a lot of like traits that I connect with with mm-hmm. certain people. I've been learning like I've been relating to their Chase and they're born in the same season as yeah. me. There kind of makes sense. That's kind of when I used to like not believe in it like at all. You yeah. know, I was like, it's not real. There's no way. But then like those kinds of things started happening. I was like, okay, yeah. it seems like a little bit right. freaky sometimes. Yeah. There's heavy coincidences for sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think there's to be honest, there's just a power in, in what you believe in, and mm-hmm. it could be a blessing or a curse depending how you let your mind interpret things. Like, Very true. I think everybody needs to have a a, a belief system. Yeah. That they uh, that that helps them with their peace. Mm-hmm. And helps you I just like navigate yeah. the world. Right, and I feel like if it's not undermining someone else's existing and mm-hmm. existence and their truth, then you know I, I respect that. Yeah. Of life. Great yeah. Disagree with that. I I agree. Absolutely. I also think it's fun if I have like two friends that are the same sign. Just, like, knowing that they're the same sign and, like, thinking about who they are. <laughs> like, what connections are there and what are, like, not there at all. It's just, like, it's it's a fun, like, conceptual framework to thinking yeah. about humanity. Right, right. Other than, like, like zodiacs and this astrology period, like, uh, how do you define, like, your spirituality? You're, like, mm. you know I mean? did you have yeah. any, like, spirituality or religion in your household growing up? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, for sure. I grew up um, Catholic, oh, wow. and but like not super like strict Catholic. Like we went to church, you know, did the, did the things, <laughs> and then <laughs> after I was confirmed Catholic, actually in tenth grade, I like never went back to the Catholic Church. Like it was kind of like, all right, checked it out off the list. Oh wow, um, there's like you can be confirmed Catholic. Like. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole ceremony. You know what, like, a First Communion is? Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. You have to, like, take classes, and, like, it's a whole... You know, learn more about, like, Catholic. Catholicism? Yeah, there's a lot to it. But... You graduated being... You graduated from the religion, though. I mean, that's not how you're <laughs> supposed to think about it. <laughs> it's supposed to be, like, you're, like, dedicated to it now, but, like, we were... There was a lot of people in my program that, like, I we don't have to do the classes anymore, so we're just kind of done. Um, cause go- leading up to it, you have to like take notes during mass and like hand them in to prove that you're like going. So oh, once, man, once we graduated that, then nobody went anymore, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I got more into like event or like non-denominationally evangelical world, oh, yeah. um, end of high school. And then I went to like a super Christian college, which oh, I've wow. talked a lot about here. Um, so, like, deep-dived into that, and then, like, kind of equally deep-dived, like, <laughs> the other way. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I've just like developed a pretty like not um not like pushing it away, but like a critical kind of perspective of it. Oh, you no, know, yeah. like I Likewise. definitely see the the roots of it are not always the most pure and like the impact in, in all that stuff. No, I, no, I agree. I think it's you became an adult and you started thinking about what you're learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfectly fine. Um, yeah. That's uh, so interesting though. I think it's good that you know you were able to still be able to connect with like your spirituality because yeah. I think regardless of what your religion is, I think it's good to have a sense of faith. Yeah. And even if it changes Having a sense of faith, I feel like, makes it makes it easier to manifest as well as like believe there's mm-hmm. a brighter side or a brighter day, or you know, yeah. things will get yeah. you know, better. It's cliche, like you said. No, but it, it can give you just a sense of like hope. Yeah. To like look back to, which is like so important, regardless of where that is coming from. Like no, yeah, no, the human life, you need you need some of it. Yeah, you're gonna be in the dark, a, a dark place. So, right. I've definitely always had spiritual connections and still do, and yeah. they've just evolved a lot. No, in yeah, my life. I can relate to that. Yeah, what about you? Um, yeah, I mean, I grew up, yeah, I grew up Christian. You know, mm-hmm. funny enough, like, um, the church that I went to was like actually like a couple blocks. Really? Yeah. What, what was it? Straight Gate Church. Oh. That's, like, literally right there. (laughs) Okay. So, so like, um, yeah, so, like, um, you know, I think, like, my faith in God definitely helped me, uh, like, with going through, um, you know, obstacles as a child, Mm -hmm. just having, like, a a belief in myself and just trusting the higher power. Yep, same. Um, And so I think, like, when I was nine, I became, like, you know, a Christian and dedicated my life to Christ and, like, you know, I think that um, as I got older, like, uh, I'm still, I, I think I identify more as somebody who's spiritual, mm-hmm. and I do, like, you know, I yeah. have a strong faith in God, but, like, I think it's, uh, I feel like God is more, um, like, a more personal connection to the, the person, and that, yeah. uh, and that um, you know, it's a lot more broad than people really realize, and that, uh, Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of truth that you gotta in research and history that you gotta try to connect so you can, you know, figure it out. But um, so you can know what you're actually connecting to. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it's it's um, but there's so much power in like spirituality and faith throughout like just our existence mm-hmm. and understanding how the roles that played, um kind of helps me within my faith and making sure that like my faith is like is true to my connection with me God the higher like you know the higher power and and uh, disconnecting that from like man-made faith if yeah that makes sense yeah so um, yeah you know it's uh yeah, yeah I try to be interpersonal when I'm talking about like religion spirituality and connecting with people because I feel like I can't tell somebody they're wrong with their faith I can only yeah. try to learn lessons that they got from it and seeing how that connects them as a person yeah i also feel like you it's i kind of like to think about it as like people are tapping into the same thing using different you know methods or whatever like the spiritual world is 
I think what what it is you know <laughs> like how you think about it probably doesn't really change what it actually is that's the truth so like if you if something if it works for you then I'm not gonna like that's good yeah. cool you know However, you can connect to it. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm a firm believer that everybody needs a belief system that helps keep them going. You know, just, you know, hopefully that system is not one that undermines the lives and existence of yeah. other humans. Yeah. I think that's For know, sure. the main thing. But we're in times where, you know, I feel like we've always been in a time where religion's kind of been used as a, as a weapon and spirituality. It's been like for a long time. So, you know, <laughs> it makes people. It's easy to be pessimistic about it because you might feel like the world hates you, but if you're able to kind of find your tribe or your your thing that works for you, I feel like it, it does so much for how you go about being in this world. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah. It's a good... Uh, yeah. What I was going to say is, um, how do you feel about just like... Um, how do you feel about love then? you feel about like love do you believe in it do you believe in mm. a certain way you should love do you believe in like interesting monogamy do you believe in wow do you feel like there's time periods like <laughs> wow that's a big question yeah. how do i feel now, about that's love? a bunch of layered okay. questions but approach it how you want to but I feel oh. like spirituality and love damn near go yeah it's like the same yeah. it's probably the same thing i guess yeah. I, I, there's got to be some there is some overlap, right. there's definitely you know? some like yeah. Okay. How do I think about love? Um, I, to me, like being a loving person in our world means, for one, me being an authentic version of myself. That's like how I think about like loving myself is like getting to know who I would, who I am at my core and like letting myself be that. Um, and I think I can, I think I can love people if I'm not there from that perspective, but I think I can give the most love, um, and create the most loving spaces when that is where I'm coming from. So for me, it kind of like starts with the work and just like my personal relationship with myself. Um, but and then if I'm if I'm giving myself that definition for me it's like how I love other people is giving them the space to be whoever they need to be and like whatever feels like resonates in their core with them just like taking that and be like okay yeah as long as you're not like hurting people you know like if it's a genuine like this is who I am then like I feel like the most loving thing to do is roll with it you know and like enjoy what they're bringing to the table even if it's something different than you or like makes you uncomfortable just like you know why does it make you uncomfortable okay let's like let's um like dive through this and that i think that act that framework for me like can hold in like pretty much all the other spaces that you talked about so if somebody feels like they're they're at their core their most authentic version of themselves is to be like poly cool then like that's how you should love and like 
I guess I don't really have an explore that question for myself all that much, but like I think it can change right. throughout your life. Kind of just different. So essentially, you're saying like uh, you know it depends on the person's love language and mm-hmm. how they define it. Yeah, and yeah, really just comes down to like giving people the space to be people. And I think a lot of, like, the antithesis, like, the opposite of love in our world is, comes from people who are shoved into spaces that aren't actually who they are. Yeah. You know? Damn, that's, damn, that's deep. That's a good-ass answer. <laughs> I never really think about it like that. That's pretty, yeah. pretty good. Um, I feel like I had a follow-up question to that, but I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just remembered too. Oh, okay. I kind of ate like half of that even before I got here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, why am I like going so relaxed? I didn't eat a that whole one, sense. so I'm not like super high. But I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah, that's some high shit. Oh, well, I kind of did eat a little out of it. It kind of ran high. That's funny. I'm just relaxed. It's a nice little time. A nice little <laughs> chill vibe. <laughs> but, um,. But no, you know, I think what I was going to say is that I feel like, um, I don't like your answer, just like, love being, you know, letting people be their, be their, uh, their authentic self and yeah. how you connect with people. Yeah. Definitely gets complicated, but. No, yeah. I feel like love for me, like, for sure, is like being able to share past with others. Share past? Paths. Oh, paths. So, like, mm. my journey of journey and people are part of my journey or continue to be a part of my journey and like if the mm. support stays off like that's love mm. you know mm-hmm. and um, you know, unconditional oh, like unconditional love is a whole different thing but like yeah I feel like um, I feel like love at its purest form is just wanting people to uh, exist in peace within mm-hmm. you know within like truly want to help fulfill them. Yeah. So, yeah. if I'm telling somebody I love them, it's because I want them to be at their best version of themselves and mm-hmm. their, their happiest version, like, version and their most peace and to, you know, want to continue to see that and, yeah. you know, manifest as, a, as they live. Hmm. That's, a, that's a good answer, too. <laughs> it's, sim- it's similar. They're like, they have some overlap. Yeah. Your answer kind of helped my answer, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> They're on paths. Huh? <laughs> okay. Well, we're getting up to like an hour here. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder like what my voice sounds like at the beginning towards the end. Of the <laughs> you know, I'm like actually watching like the, the sound bars yeah. and it's like getting smaller. <laughs> I wonder what's the point where it's like, oh, this is when that will hit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like 32 minutes, 30 seconds. That's when the tone of voice starts changing. Like, why is he talking all like relaxed all the time? <laughs> the edible hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Maybe I should record an episode myself high one time. I swear, like any interview that I do, I'm like faded at some level. Like swear intentionally. But like, I did this. I was. I did kind of jumped in this interview thing for this movie release party, and. uh like, I ate a little edible thing before then, high as hell, and you're being a little 
<laughs> and like went to Atiqua interviewing me on Fort Southside, like, but like I was mad faded while she was interviewing me about that stuff. But I had fun, so maybe I gotta like keep. Maybe keep it's doing just your that. technique, you know. Yeah, but it could know. work. But it's it's definitely me. I'm not gonna listen to listen back to this and you hear the story about the damn, you know, rat and cat and eagle story and be like, oh, I'll just learn some high shit. No, I meant that shit. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was authentic. Yeah, <laughs> that was glad. Yeah, nah, sure. In a pure form. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'm, I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna write I'm gonna write a poem about that. that shit, I swear. I have two pieces from him. Really? One called Crazy Eagles, like a black, uh-huh. white, shadowy piece. That's basically a you know, portrait influenced by the film um, that oh. we were going to work on. It didn't happen, but it can still happen. Yeah. It happened this year. But, and then I recently had him draw like a, uh, a piece. I don't have a name for it yet. Portrait that I took it like a, for my birthday photo shoot, and it's like a lot. It's like more colorful. So like those two side by side, like kind of tells a story in itself and yeah. its growth within like the year. But it's yeah, he's a fucking yeah. master. Yeah, he um, is. Yeah, he's a master. And I, I get so inspired by his energy, and he's such a genuine soul. So I wish him but the best for, yeah. him, for him and his journey as a as a creative. Yeah. Um, for everybody listening, he will also be on this podcast at some time, so you'll actually yeah, hear yeah. from him. Um, hey, Dio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, When's your episode coming? <laughs> hey, when you see him, ask him about the churro he had in Chicago. The churro. Okay, I will. And then if he, and if you can, try to have him show you the video of his reaction. It's the funniest <laughs> shit ever. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm going to text him. I'm going to send him to send me that video. I'm not going to do that. Like, what the fuck, bro? And I'll see him in person. I'm going to tell him, though, because that shit is gold. I will, I, I will ask you. <laughs> okay. Um. Any last words? Um. Wow, last words. Last um, sayonara. You don't I guess if you, if you are listening, you made it all the way through. Um, I flex with that. It means you fuck with me or you fuck with Ellie. You fuck with this podcast. So subscribe to her yeah. you know, page and YouTube. It's on there. Um, my, my, if you want to follow me, I'm at NeRealVladG. Um, and then, um, yeah, you know, just peace, love, positivity. Um, if you're going through a hard time, just stay positive. You'll, you'll go through it. Um, you know, just, you know, find a way to... To be grateful, count your blessings, um, and you know, you know, be kind to somebody if mm. you haven't. Think about the last time you've been nice to somebody, and and you know, do that and check in on people. Mm. Uh, check in on people you love, and life is short. So, yeah, that's that's just me. What is right. There's Vlad. I will also tag him uh, whenever this comes out, so you can check out his stuff. Boom. <laughs> okay. Bye.